almost horror horror almost horror <laughs> all right new england calm down <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Geek Chew, podcast where we chew over the geek things that we love. I'm Eamon. And I'm Charlene. And we've been gone for a really long time. Like a really, really long time. Uh, can you tell me the last time you think we recorded? It was a year and a half. Oh, do you want like a month? A year and a half? Holy shit. No, it was September though. So not, not quite a year, but almost. Oh, oh, it hasn't even been a full year. Our last episode was our book club episode with... Um, this is how you lose a time war. This is how you win, lose the time war. The time war. Yeah. <laughs> we got there together. <laughs> uh, we were thinking about doing another book club episode, though. For, yes. Uh, I don't know, maybe in like a month. I had, a month? Um, Oof. I have a lot of books to read this month. <laughs> okay. How about two months? Yeah. I mean, we'll figure it out. I had the book written down in my notebook, but I, I thought I don't... we were going to read The Witcher. No. Okay, good. Because I just don't <laughs> think I can do that right now. I mean, like, I know that we both were like interested in reading that one, but I don't remember what it was. Was There's it sci-fi? About, there was a, yeah, it was another time travel book and had something about a dog in the title. Something. I can pull up our Amazon cart dog. where it currently resides. Oh, good. Waiting to be purchased. That is how we remember what we're going to read. Um, also, Goodreads is good for that, too. To Say Nothing of the Dog by Connie Willis. What? I don't remember that at all. Yeah, we I'm talked about it. Um, where? I said, where? In the kitchen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just... I, I said it was a book that came up on, Joanna Robinson said it was just a really fantastic book. You said Joanna Robinson like she's somebody that we both know and are friends with, but. Uh, no, I would have just used a first name, I think, in that case. I don't typically refer to my friend's first last name. <laughs> She's a podcaster and writer from The Ringer. Ah. Case. Ah, you knew that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? I don't know. I'm being conversational. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we just have had a lot going on. Graduations, yep. retirements. Yep. That's probably enough. <laughs> I started a new job. Yep. Me too. It's been um, a very busy 10 months. Not, not a year and a half. Not 18. <laughs> it feels like a long time, though. I mean, we didn't even come back for a new Batman movie. I could have had a whole baby in Which the time was... that we've been gone. I didn't, but I could have. You could have had... Oh, that's right. I, I was... Now I have 18 months stuck in my head, and I was like, you could have done more than have a baby. Uh, you're saying I could have had two babies? <laughs> it's... <laughs> well, closer to two babies than one. I don't know. But it hasn't been 18 months, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, the Batman was great. <laughs> uh, we missed our annual movie ranking yeah. episode, which Don't is even usually one of our favorites. That. I know. For, of, of ever times. <laughs> ever times <laughs> of all time? Of all the year? Of each year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We, we did it. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it was a combination of just 
super busy plus the movie. I don't even remember what my favorite movie was last year. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kept dragging it out thinking like, oh, if we wait and watch Licorice Pizza, maybe maybe then we can double back and, and do our rankings because that'll probably be in the top. And did then we I slept watch through like the last 10 minutes of that. Did we watch Licorice Pizza? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did like that one. I wouldn't say that was my favorite movie of the year though. No, and then, you know, I thought maybe after we watched Nightmare Alley, but we kind of stretched that out over three nights. And I did I lost not the like, <laughs> I, I think Nightmare Alley turned out to be not as good as I thought it was going to be. Like I liked it, but it wasn't like, wow, that's now my favorite movie. Oh yeah, no. Mm-mm. I don't know. We we were going to rank some MCU properties for this episode at oh, some point. Yes, we will um, do that. Phase four. There's uh, so much. Mediocrity? <laughs> Sorry. Midlandness? Well, yes. Uh, uh, I was just going to say there's so much content because it's the movies plus the TV series. But there are, yes, there is. As discussed prior to re- hitting the record button. Also kind of mid. But... Some of the stuff coming out of Comic-Con looks A-OK. Yeah. It's currently happening this weekend and stuff is filtering out and um, we can talk about that too. But even in the absence of recording, we have continued to watch quite a bit of television and movies. Right. Just so everyone knows, if we're not recording, it doesn't mean we've stopped watching television. (laughs) Or reading books. Right, I do. Life goes on. I know everybody (laughs) missed us, but we're back. I mean, we watched a new season of Somebody Feed Phil. Fantastic. Always fun to... Ru- I mean, there's only four episodes, which is kind of a bummer, I think it right? was six, actually. Even if it was six. That's not enough. I know. <laughs> I don't know why people aren't was, paying him to travel more. No, I, I think, think it's it was six. Four. Nope. I actually think it might have even been eight, but it's definitely not four. 100% not. Okay, I'm, I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> yeah. Get ready to hear some typing. There's five. We were both wrong. There are five episodes. Right, because I knew for a fact that there weren't eight. (laughs) (laughs) I think we were equally wrong. Still fun. The show, not this. (laughs) It makes me really want to go to Madrid. I just I'm looking at the episode titles, and I remember seeing it, and how everybody wants to go to Barcelona, and yeah, and and, no, it um, was seeing the Madrid episode was like everybody wants to go to Barcelona, but look at all these great things in Madrid, and I'm like, oh, it looks so beautiful. It really does. And You've been to Madrid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember it well when I left at seven. <laughs> Age seven. And not seven o'clock. And Oaxaca. You know what I think's hilarious about this season though is there was um season or episode two was Maine and then episode four was Portland, which is also not in Maine. Never mind. Okay. Portland. <laughs> like, did they do Portland, Maine? No, they did Portland, <laughs> Washington. But I feel like Isn't they also. Oregon? Uh, no, they went to Portland, Washington. That's weird. There's a Portland, Oregon, but they went to Portland, well, Washington. I know there's a Portland, Oregon. <laughs> it just seems like Portland, Oregon would be like the food, foodie place hmm. to me in my head. Anyway, um, but they think they did go to Portland, Maine, too. So this was like, why? Why did they split that into? Anyway, just please cut all of this. Out because <laughs> It just makes me look, look sound like um, a moron. No, so. it's all staying in. <laughs> Great. Uh, the Bachelorette has started. Yes, I'm very excited. Which you are enjoying. I like F-Boy Island a lot better than The um, Bachelorette. Yeah, well, who doesn't? And I'm sorry. F-Boy Island is season like two perfect is- television. Really uh, elevated. I just really like that they're kind of building 
the lore of the show also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have like returning contestants and also just people in the wings or in, um, what do they call it? Um, Some kind of play on purgatory or something. Yeah, it's, um, oh gosh, what is it called? Something to do with bro. No, no, it's not. Is it? <laughs> I, don't I don't remember. Limbro. Limbro. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, so we'll cut out a bunch of the of us struggling. That's, <laughs> That's the whole <laughs> episode. That. But us proving that our memories no longer work because we're old. Yeah, yeah Nikki Glazer, still funny. Yeah, new stand up, pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's a new stand up special. She's not a new stand up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, I don't know, we just have a lot of things lined up in our queue. Uh, our flag means death has been pretty good. We always heard it was good. Raya had always heard it was good. Um, but that it took four or five episodes to really get going, and I've enjoyed every episode so far. So Yeah, I felt like it was episode one, and I was like, this is fantastic. Which is funny, because sometimes you're just not in the mood for something. Like, I put it on for five minutes two or three months ago, and I was I just don't feel like watching this right now. Mm-hmm. And so it took a while to get back to it, but... Uh, enjoying it quite, quite thoroughly, actually. Yep. <laughs> and you're on your uh, second watch of The Bear. Yeah. The uh, FX series that I'm on my 1.5 watch. I saw probably like a third of the show. I'd say even more than a third that yeah. you sat in on or were wandering yeah. around doing things I think things there were on. just like maybe three or four whole episodes that I wasn't around for when you watched. But I'm enjoying you know, filling in those gaps. <laughs> it's weird because I saw something about it, like just one headline or something about the show. And I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. And then I watched the whole, th- uh, then I watched it. And now I'm seeing all of these things about it. Yeah, it's one of those shows that's just kind of gaining momentum. I think word of mouth, more people talking about it and writing about it and, and deservedly so because it's really good. Yeah. I love shows like this that have real human relationships that are complex and nuanced and kind of messy and um, interesting, but also have humor and depth. And um, it just kind of captures all of that in this really hectic environment that's super stressful and meaningful and people are passionate about and have different reasons for caring about why they're there and uh it's really just a great watch so i agree uh what else have we oh only murders in the building is on season two which is just delightful oh it's delightful (laughs) (laughs) it's a goddamn delight yeah i mean it's perfect i don't know i don't know like it's just perfection um i don't know if amy schumer is gonna make another appearance. I'm okay if she doesn't. She's not my favorite. Um, she's fine. I can take her or leave her. But um, the best part is just these three. I mean, obviously, Steve Martin and Martin Short have been in so many things together. So their dynamic you is very expected, you know. But the addition of Selena Gomez, it's just like a serendipitous, I, I guess... So that's not the right word, because obviously they decided to work together. They didn't just stumble upon each other accidentally. Yeah. But um, it, it just works it, really well. Yeah, but it feels like it the way the show is set up that they just accidentally stumbled upon each other, and yeah, now they're it's just light and fun, and just such a light and fun, but you know, murder, murder and sure. you know, but in a fun way. <laughs> 
Ah, it's just so cute. (laughs) The other new show that we've really been enjoying is uh, the new Star Trek show, Strange New Worlds, which is really good and has finally made me actually commit to going back to watch the original series and movies and Next Generation. We'll see how far Mm -hmm. I get in that. But there are so many Star Trek series (laughs) that... um, I mean, I'm definitely going to watch the original series. Three right. seasons, uh, long seasons, but three seasons and the original movies, I'm definitely into the idea of watching those. I've, I haven't even seen all the original Star Trek movies. Yeah. Well, I've I remember seen going to zero see, of them. Um, the, was it the fourth one where they travel back in time to save the whale? Or Did the you sixth one? hear what I just uh, said? Yeah. I, heard. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe, you know, like... Um, just I also feel like we had this conversation <laughs> like three weeks ago. <laughs> well, I didn't know I there was did, anything uh, about a whale. recap for you <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, the new show is really good. Yeah, my favorite character in the new show is Captain Pike's hair. Yeah, <laughs> it is really something. Uh, the guy who does Spock. Yeah, who, the guy who plays Spock. In the new season. I don't know there are any other names, <laughs> except for Anson <laughs> So what else did we watch? I mean, we recently watched Nope, went to the theater Friday night. Yeah. And it was quite enjoyable, I thought. Yeah, Jordan there were Peele's a couple of times where I was a little clenchy on in your, <laughs> in your arms, where I was okay. like, <laughs> yeah, it was, there were some intense parts. I'm glad that, um, no, I don't want to give any spoilers. <laughs> I felt like I was going to say something, and I'm like, Me, maybe that's not a spoiler. Well, it probably is a little spoilery if I say that. So, yeah, we don't have to like talk about it too much because it is brand new yeah. in theaters, and I mean, not like anybody would get spoiled listening to this podcast because they don't. <laughs> but <laughs> there's a lot going on in this movie, and it's really just beautifully shot. And I don't know, I liked it a lot. Um, maybe not as much as Get Out. But more than us, I think, as far as oh, Jordan definitely, Peele's other movies. I liked it definitely more than us. I I liked the humor in it more. It was definitely funnier than Get Out. Get Out was straight up like intense, creepy. I feel like the whole way through. Although it's been a long time since I watched it, so maybe I'm just remembering yeah. all of the skin crawliness. <laughs> um, we should we should rewatch both those movies. I know Tegan wants to watch us. Uh, oh, she, she never did. even saw it. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. we, for some reason, she didn't come to the theater with us for that one. But um, Jordan Peele was on the big picture with Sean Fennessy for a short interview about it. And he talked about what he wants out of movies and just kind of like wave after wave of cinematic images. And I thought there were a lot of iconic shots in this movie as well. Like I just, the alien is like something, I don't think it's a spoiler to say there's an alien, right? Because it's right. pretty it's in the trailers about aliens, but it's an alien like I've never seen before. The way they right. rendered it is <laughs> is really is beautiful and something that you don't see. Yeah. Um, I loved the last shot of Daniel Kaluuya's character in his Scorpion King sweatshirt. Yeah. <laughs> Just the framing and the way it's revealed and the fucking TMZ guy. It's one of those movies where you're watching the trailer and you're like, how does all this stuff fit together? Yeah. And... 
obviously it does. So, which is good. It's not just a hodgepodge mess. Yeah. I think the more we see from Jordan Peele, like the more he's just proving himself to be like a really creative genius. Right. And obviously has been watching and studying cinema and movies and loving them and absorbing things and um, learning from from things like his whole life because the the stuff that he is producing and putting out there is is amazing like this was really beautiful to watch and fun to watch and like smart like so smart where you're like wow that was clever you know that was really cool like the reveals and just really neat stuff to see um definitely recommend people see this obviously people are going to everyone's excited about this movie yeah we saw it in the dolby theater which is always good but i hear other people talk about it and how certain movies are shot for imax yeah. like it'd be nice to have a nice imax theater somewhere close to us but the imax theaters here are kind of not nice uncomfortable yeah. seats and i think amc Maybe has like a better deal with Dolby because their Dolby <laughs> theaters are real nice. Yeah. And their IMAX theaters are real old. Yeah. So it is what it is. Maybe mm-hmm. someday we'll live somewhere else. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I guess if we really want to go see something in IMAX, we could go to like a Cobb or something. The Cobb's not too, too far. Yeah, we've Cobb down. Theater. Yeah, there's I've a never... Cobb down in um, Clearwater. Yeah. So I think maybe we could just get into a little bit of public domain by Chip Zdarsky and then talk a little bit about our MCU phase four rankings. Cause we just saw Thor 11 thunder, obviously a couple weeks ago. Right. And that's the last of phase four that's currently out. (laughs) (laughs) I realized what I was saying halfway through (laughs) saying it. So I, 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 um, changed it partway (laughs) through to make it, you know, make sense, but it was also ridiculous. And I think it, well, I think Ms. Marvel probably ended after Thor was released. So that's technically the most <laughs> episode six, maybe the so, most current so, piece of. <laughs> no, you were wrong, Charlene. No, I would never say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Um, but, I mean, before we get into that, I, I did just want to hit on Chip Zdarsky's book because right. I've been looking forward to basically anything that he writes for a while now. Yeah. Like my experience with him will always, the first thing I'll always think about is his art in Sex Criminals. Yeah. That story and how important that book was to us. I just saw you look at the we cover. Were just getting on the into, wall. yes, yeah. right. <laughs> just getting back into comics. And, you know, when we first met him, mm-hmm. literally, and, um, you know, through the stories we saw him and got her, our book signed. Uh, and the poster that we bought signed. That's right. Which we need to have framed still. Well, you know, can't move too fast. It's been nine years, so maybe <laughs> three years from now we'll get it done. <laughs> but I mean, obviously I didn't know his how he would move through the comic book industry, the books that he's written. His run on Daredevil is very popular. We started reading Stillwater. He's, he's, read, he's written a bunch of stuff. He's the new main series Batman writer. The first issue came out uh, a few weeks ago and it was really good. This book is his creator-owned image comics. He writes, does the art, does the lettering, does the colors. And it's, um, I really like the first issue. I did too. I do have one complaint, Chip, (laughs) if you're listening. 
when you listen to this. Right. Chip, if a man works in a tattoo studio, that man will have tattoos. So the two brothers are sitting on the beach, and the one brother says he has a shift at the tattoo shop. No tattoos on him. Maybe he works the counter. Even if you, ha- if, even if you work the counter. Maybe. You will have to. It's, it is so unlikely. Like, it is really, really an anomaly. And I'm not, for a man to work in a tattoo shop, or a woman, any person, to work in a tattoo shop and not have tattoos. Visible tattoos. He, like I said the other day. Correct. He could have a huge back tattoo. <laughs> yeah, but, he, I mean, if, if I walked into a tattoo shop, and the person working there didn't have tattoos, I'd probably be like, maybe I don't want to get my tattoo done here because this person doesn't trust these people to tattoo him. (laughs) The book, yeah. (laughs) And and that's all I have to say about that, Chip. Oh, about the whole book? (laughs) No, about About that complaint. complaint. (laughs) And that's my only complaint about the book. I think that's pretty good considering (laughs) there are many things that I could complain about. In books and for books in general, and that's my one complaint. Mm-hmm. This, I think this book was great. It was yeah. great. It's a fun story. It's strange how it was printed, like from cover to back. There's no wasted space. Like even the first page of the comic is on the back of the cover, and he wrote. Um, I think he has like a a Substack or something, Chip Zdarsky, that he posts on, and I catch it every now and then on Twitter. But what's was, a Substack? Like a like a newsletter on the internet. Why didn't you call don't, it a um, newsletter? Why people did, call them substacks. I don't know. Why are they changing things? I don't have time to keep up with these new Newfangled. <laughs> like, why can't we just call it a newsletter? So he has a newsletter <laughs> there uh, that, you know, he made this available for free on his newsletter mm-hmm. and he wrote like a, a post about it and how he how he was approaching it as like he just wants us to be like like he has nothing against people who buy a book keep it pristine get it graded encased all that but he wants people to just pick it up fold it up put it in their pocket bring it around like a comic book and he's got no variant covers and i really liked like you said almost everything about it mm-hmm. And it's just really cool. It's about this. I mean, really, it's about the way that corporations that own certain IP treat the the creators who help make those stories and characters a reality. The character in this was an eminent domain. Yeah. And, but I just really, like you were talking about with the bear, I really like the, the relationships in this book and how quickly characters are established and how much you kind of appreciate the things that people in the book are going through, like the way the father interacts with his two sons and the way he treats them. As individuals. And the, yeah, like and the way he treats them differently because they're different people. And, I, and he yeah. you know, gives them room to be those, those people and just how much he loves this eminent domain creation. He was the artist, right? And then the writer. And the writer. I, he, he was... Who's the Jerry guy, the, the douchebag? What was his role? Um, gosh, I don't have it. I read this like a couple of weeks ago, right? I know. We've been putting off recording for a while. Um, either way. I mean, I mean, I don't, I think he's just like the guy who was like, well, the, the, basically like the studio exec, the comics exec, right? I don't think so. I think they were 
the people who a collaborative the team yeah okay and one of them just he doesn't care he's gosh now i feel like an idiot because i feel like i should know this right now <laughs> well, i don't know it either so know. we can be idiots together we would have the answer if we had read it within the last two weeks we've just been putting off hitting the record button so but just how much the father loves the the creation mm-hmm. and there's something to be said for the way creators approach and how they're being treated like some of them are happy to be consulted or have a credit in the film or just like be flown out for the premiere and then other creators i've seen them posting about how they were offered five thousand dollars and they turned it down because it's almost like a slap in the face to Mm -hmm. um, make for the studio to make so much money off of their creation and to just kind of pretend like they almost had nothing to do with it but I, i like that the father loves his creation and i like the way he treated the uh assistant from um jerry or whoever the douchebag guy was yeah and and it pays off for him you know being a good person right Um, obviously we only read the first issue but even well the the next one doesn't come out until wednesday i don't know oh is it coming out wednesday yeah excellent so i really liked this book did you have anything else for public domain or no i I am excited to keep going with it yeah and can't wait for the brother to get his first tattoo (laughs) (laughs) fingers crossed just kidding we know that chip's not listening (laughs) (laughs) yes we do know that (laughs) um so we did recently watch thor love and thunder obviously a couple times um came out what two weeks ago three weeks ago once oh i saw it a couple times yeah oh we must have taken courtney separately because he missed the first time around yes because he had that dinner for work yeah riveting i know Uh, do you want to incorporate any Love and Thunder thoughts as we go through our rankings, or do you want to talk about it separately now? I just looked at my rankings and realized I accidentally misnumbered them, but it's really easy to <laughs> fix. Well, should we take a break so you can... No, nope, it's, <laughs> it's easy. Joke. It's an easy fix. <laughs> anyway, back to my question. Any Thor Love and Thunder thoughts outside the structure of the ranking? Um, I guess because it's the second most recent thing to have come out we can just do a quick quick little recap on that um i mean for me i i was entertained i liked it i thought it was just a little it had some really really cool stuff in it i just thought it took the humor of ragnarok and dialed it up to a level that was a little too <laughs> let's say gauche <laughs> <laughs> probably not the right word it's just our flag means death has got that word stuck in my head. <laughs> yeah, it it was too much. It it made it campy and not in like a good way, you yeah. know. Um, so I agree, but there's just like a a special place in my heart for the Thor movies. It's it's probably my favorite character in the Phase One Marvel characters. Favorite even before they uh, evolved him to be a little bit more, yeah, um, humorous and. Yeah, yep. yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I would say that that's a, that's a strong take. <laughs> I think that a lot of people wouldn't share, you know, because they get so much shit for those movies, the first couple movies. Yeah, I think part of that is I've always really just liked the Thor character, even before the movies came out. I mean, we can go way back to early Charlene life from like Adventures in Babysitting, where the 
the girl who was my favorite character. Oh, man, I should make Tegan watch that with me. And her favorite character was Thor. And she swears that she, like this this dude that they see like on the subway is Thor. And he's just like, not I'm a mechanic. But then like maybe he is Thor. And that like sparked an interest in Thor for me. And then I just loved the Norse mythology and that kind of stuff. And I loved the Thor comics that we read before. Yeah. You know, Jason Aaron was on X-Ray Vision with Jason Concepcion and Rosie Knight, the, their podcast, mm-hmm. did a pretty long interview that was pretty good, listening to him talk about his experience writing those books and um, working with artists and also working with the Marvel Studios. He was pretty heavily involved in, in the movie, I think. Well, I don't know about heavily. He was involved in the making of the movie. <laughs> yeah. And so I know that like they get a lot of flack for those movies early in, but like I just, I loved Thor and then I loved how much Tegan loved Thor early on too. Just like thinking he was like so badass and cool and, you know, and then watching that character grow. I just, I just, there's just like a special place in my heart for that. And then also seeing a lot of the comics imagery from those books that I really loved on screen was just so cool to see. So while a lot of the jokes were kind of like over the top and maybe didn't hit really well, or hit a little too hard where it was just like, you know, or fell flat, I guess is maybe what I'm trying to say. I I still really enjoyed it and I will watch that. Yeah. I'll never not like the MCU stuff. Right. No matter how low it might be. (laughs) I'm not going to say I'll never not like it because I got something to say when we go through these rankings, but it's fine. Well, let's start. So there's 13 things over. We're just mixing Mm -hmm. up movies and TV shows all, all in the same pot. Right. Are we starting at the bottom? Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So 13 things. I only have 11. (laughs) What am I missing? I I guess we'll find out. (laughs) No. You look at my list. You want me to look at your list? No, this is is my list that isn't ranked. (laughs) Okay. So what am I missing? Hmm. Because I I looked it up and pulled it from online. So, but I guess I don't have Moon Knight on here. Ah, Moon Knight. You have one, two, you have 11 things on here. What are you missing? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can count. And so can my Hawkeye. Excel file. Hawkeye. Dang it. So now that Charlene has updated her list to include all <laughs> 13. <laughs> I was only missing two. Okay. It's pretty there were two significant ones. <laughs> 13. <laughs> it's only missing like 16% <laughs> of the list. <laughs> So, what is your number 13? <laughs> uh, definitely what if. What's yours? Uh, mine's Eternals. Yeah. So. Well, I just, I did not like what if. And I don't know if it's just the animation. I don't know. I, I mean, I think some of the storytelling was fine. I just, I didn't enjoy watching it. I just felt bored. It no. just felt boring to me. I liked that it was set up for a lot of the stuff that was coming. I honestly like barely remember any of those. Maybe if I watch it again, I'll feel like I'll remember it more, but I, it has to be my last place because I remember the, the only episode I remember is the Captain America one. So I had what if at number 12, Yeah, my, but it's only just because there were stories that I enjoyed. I wish I could remember them. Yeah, so there was the there was the Black Panther as Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I did one, like that one, which was pretty good. I I agree that 
I mean, they're at the bottom, as discussed, they're at the bottom of our list of phase four, which we already think is pretty Meh. dubious. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, you know, basically on the same page. The Eternals is 13 for me because it's just a strange, almost painful watch and it's so long. Oh, and yeah. it, there were some cool things in it, but there were not some really cool things to make me feel like it was even really part of the MCU. Right. Um, it feels very separate. I kind of forgot it existed too. <laughs> except well, for except for on your list. <laughs> right. Uh, well, no, I didn't forget to put it on my list. I pulled the list on lot from off from online. I must have just missed those other things when writing, you know, when transcribing. You know, I'm human. I'm not a robot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the the thing I remember most about Eternals is like the cutscene at the end, or the the whatever the stinger scene at the end with Harry Styles. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Harry Styles is, you know, a king. I don't know. <laughs> it's, what he's king of, I don't know. But he's, <laughs> seems to be some sort of leader. <laughs> oh, wow. Royalty of some kind. Mm-hmm. It's the accent. <laughs> so what was number 11 for you? Falcon Winter Soldier. Okay. I know that's probably way higher up on the list for you. It is higher. I don't. It's not like way higher. But yeah. I had Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Okay. I just... The movie was fine. Um, the Sam Raimi of it all was okay. Like nothing about it. I love the Sam Raimi stuff though. Like yeah. the 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 zombie stuff at the end was like the fun stuff. The dark stuff in the tunnels was like the fun stuff. I liked the creepy, jump scary, like yeah. gro Like I liked like that stuff was the stuff I liked most about this movie because it was so different from anything else that we've really seen from these Marvel movies, right? They're not usually creepy, almost horror, horror, almost horror. (laughs) All right, New England, (laughs) calm down. (laughs) I've been hanging out with someone from Boston who actually has an accent. (laughs) um, But yeah, Falcon Winter Soldier, I liked. It just... There was a whole lot of, there was a lot of stuff that just went like slow for me. It's one that like, I probably won't rewatch. And that's just why it was low. There's just stuff I liked more. It wasn't that I didn't like it. It was just fine. Yeah. It was a little preachy at the end too, where I was like, okay. It was a rough rough landing. I I just really liked those characters and the way they interact together. And I liked certain elements of the show um, a lot more than I, anything I enjoyed in Doctor Strange. So, you know, overall, I think they both suffer from the clunkiness of of Phase 4 to date as they're struggling to find their footing after those first three phases culminated in such an amazing way. Right. My number 10 is Black Widow. Okay. Mine mine is WandaVision. I had, um, it was hard to parse all these, right? It really was, Um, because I... I liked a lot about Black Widow, and I especially liked the new Black Widow, Elena's character introduction. I think Florence Pugh is why I have Black Widow higher up. Yeah. Um, I just love her. I, I I think she's fantastic. I, I like everything I've seen her in. She's like a chameleon. She's fantastic. Yeah. I think I would, I would move this up. Maybe at least ahead of my number nine, which is WandaVision, which is where I thought my list would kind of diverge from popular sentiment. And I wasn't sure about yours, but I don't know what popular sentiment is. That WandaVision is one of the stronger uh, installments of Phase 4. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, which I just don't feel. I liked watching it. I liked watching it too. And that was it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I liked watching it. It's clearly in my bottom quarter, you know? Yeah. I think Black Widow's too low for me, but yeah, we'll see. What was number nine for you? N- number nine is Doctor Strange, Multiverse okay. of Madness for me. And then eight for me is Falcon Winter Soldier. Interesting. I have Loki. It was hard to put it that low. It's just because I really love Loki. I yeah, love Loki. I, ha- I have it lower than I think most people would. I have it lower, but there but are just some things that I really love. Lo- there are just things that I like it because my Black Widow is seven. Yeah. Um, that was tough for me to decide. Uh, these two were going back and forth on which I like more. Black Widow or Loki. And I think ultimately it was like, which am I going to put on? Mm-hmm. And I think it's just because Black Widow is a movie that, and Loki is the TV series that I'm clearly going to watch Black Widow more than I would watch Loki. Yeah. I probably should have made that switch where Black Widow's number eight and Loki's number seven. Well, I'm looking ahead here and I'm going to switch on the go um, for my next two. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to flip flop them. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I flipped, I flipped two. I think actually, no, I flipped different two uh, before we started. But anyway, like I, it's, it's, it's tough. Like, cause some of these are like kind of the same. Right. Um, but I mean, I love Loki, but it's just like, you just didn't really love it. <laughs> I did. I did love it, but I, it's hard. Cause you got to nitpick like what things you liked about what yeah. at some point, I don't know. I am ranking is so hard for me. It's so hard. <laughs> well, that's why it's fun. I know. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the reasons it's fun. I mean, yeah. It's not exclusively why it's fun. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm moving uh, Thor Love and Thunder to number seven for me. Instead of what, what did you have? So oh, because we're on number eight, I thought. Well, my eight was Falcon Winter Soldier. Right. And we have already discussed that one. So, okay. And your eight was? Loki. Loki. And my seven is Black Widow. So. Mine is Thor. Thor. So now we're at six. Yes. And mine, my flip-flop was I'm going to put Moon Knight over Thor. Oh, so your six is Moon Knight. Yes. So is mine. Oh, <laughs> nice. we have a match. Okay. I really like Moon Knight. I really like Moon Knight, too. It, especially with Tegan getting into, yeah. a new, getting into a new character. And Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke. It was just, I it think, was really fun. Yeah, I think, honestly, Moon Knight is the last thing Tegan like, watched with us, like religiously where she yeah, was like, okay, we're watching. She is a fucking quitter. <laughs> um, I liked it a lot. I think I don't remember the books. I know I read them. The Jeff Lemire run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I know I say that like I've read all of them. <laughs> yes. um, <laughs> he used to be a Moon Knight historian. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot it all. Um, that was a different personality that read them all. <laughs> what a terrible <laughs> joke. <a> good one. <laughs> Yeah, I liked it. It's in the top half, so I think that's a good place to be, right? Yeah. Good job. You. Oh, you know what else we watched uh, that we completely left off of our... I mean, there's so many things we watched. We can't talk about all of them, but Stranger Things, the new season, was oh, very good. Yes. Enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. And it was recent, so I'm surprised it didn't um, come up while we were discussing before. Well, but, you know our memories are pristine. That's a blank. That's in blank. Yeah. Uh, my number five is Shang-Chi. Ooh, mine's higher up. It was tough for me. The Talo stuff just didn't work for me. What? 
the Talo stuff's like my favorite stuff. I really liked the first half of the movie. Oh, the first half of the It's all good. That's why I don't understand. Oh, I guess you just didn't like the second half of the movie. Then. <laughs> 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 it's not that I don't like it. It's that it wasn't my favorite turn that's ever been taken in the middle of a movie with Morris and the creatures. A lot of people love that. I just... I'm a lot of people. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> that is way high, like way higher thought, up for me. I thought it might be. Um, also, also, I love Asians <laughs> because I love myself. Okay. I just, I, I love that movie. Yeah, it was tough for me I to love put Simi- it that I Simu. Simu. <laughs> just killing it with the name. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <sighs> I love him in... Kim's Convenience. Kim's Convenience. Thank <laughs> you. You have to finish all your oh, sentences. That's what, that's what you're here for. That's why I bring you on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was great. Yeah. I, I thought it was really wonderful. Anyway. Yeah. I, I, do you want to know where it is on mine or you want to leave it a surprise? Yeah, we can. Really? It's my number two movie. Yeah. Number two I mean, two we're at movie. five, so... Yeah. I figured if it was much higher on your list, it had to be one of uh, yeah. one my, of the top. My number five is Ms. Marvel. That's my... I don't know what I was doing with this list. Uh, you can't ch- make any more changes. <laughs> I'm sorry, but hard, you can't. Hard to see. I'm not going to change it as we go through the list now, but I would change this list um, you, probably eight times if I looked at it eight times. Yeah, me too, but you can't anymore. My All number right. four is Loki. My number four, Thor, Love, and Thunder. We already talked about how much I love. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) And then, I I mean, I don't know how much we need to talk about Loki. I just, I think that was, I think I'd have it higher now that I'm. (laughs) It was really good. I wish I I had it higher too. The characters. I like the story. Um, Owen Wilson. I'd actually probably put it above Ms. Marvel and it would be at five instead. Yeah. Somehow I have Ms. Marvel at two because I really loved it. It was really good. Maybe because it's fresh in your head. But I would put it probably down to five um, where you have yours if I was to. Well, mine would move down to six because I would just like shift the whole thing. I think I'm so much higher. Apparently you are too on Hawkeye than a lot of people were because that's my number three. Yeah, that's my number three also. I loved that show and I love the new Hawkeye, Kate Bishop. And I love that they had... Do you uh, think Yelena. that it's because like we love the book so much and read it so much and like just like like that that book is like our life like I mean it's not our life but like it was we loved that book and then yeah. when the show came out we well, were we just also loved Miss Marvel yeah yeah in I mean, you, uh, almost the same way I think when I th- that was first coming out I think the, so too the story and the art and I think they they did a really good job adapting it for the screen Me that's too. why i was so high on <laughs> that's why i was at number two it's also a recency bias i See, think i think that they did a good job adapting it as well but i mean there was just a lot of stuff they couldn't do yeah. because of you know rights and you know comic book rights and whatever right or studio rights like mm. they couldn't make her a mutant they obviously can't make her an inhuman like oh. she was with the Terrigen Mist. doesn't really make sense to do that. And so they went a different direction. That doesn't, that, that well, like I doesn't it, I think fit. it's very interesting that they made that change right. for the TV show in a couple different ways. One, because G. Willow Wilson and Sana Amanat and the creators 
of the comic book character wanted her to be a mutant, but they couldn't. Oh, no, but I mean all the Jin stuff at the beginning of this. So they didn't, they left the mutant stuff until the end. Yeah. And I know that a lot, some of that is also based in comic book lore. Oh. Not necessarily what we read, but I've heard other people okay. talk about it. And the, what um, is the realm that they're from? I don't remember what it's called. (laughs) Surprise. Shocking, I know. (laughs) But I think it's super cool that they um, chose to make her a mutant for the TV show and for the the greater MCU. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, they've been dancing around the mutant thing for so long now because they have the rights for X-Men and um, they're just kind of navigating those waters on how to introduce mutants. Mm -hmm. And I think the MCU does a pretty effective job and i know it pisses off people who like the comics the way they are right of adapting stories for the screen and making them a little bit different while still kind of following um right i think some of that historical i think um like basically the relationship stuff the important things about the relationships they kept pretty accurately right so i think that that's what's important I, i mean i really liked it but i'd say yeah, the it's top of the list got messier than I thought it was going to. Once yeah. I got to it. <laughs> I'd say that I should have put Loki above it and just like shifted everything down. Mm-hmm. I did like it. I do like it. Yeah. I like the characters. It was really fun to watch. And I think our, our number one seems to be the same, which is funny. Another movie that mm-hmm. was huge that we did not come back to the recording table for, but right. Spider-Man. Spider-Man No Way Home. I was wondering if that was also going to be your number one. I just wasn't sure. I just didn't know what you were going to have up there. Yeah. Um, they're doing such great stuff with these Spider-Man movies, though. Yeah. And I love Tom Holland. He's really fun to watch. Yeah. And just having all, all three Spider-Men, it was just... He's just so earnest, right? Like, And I think that that really plays well on screen. And like, I think the stories are great. Yeah. Having Andrew Garfield back was... Um, uh, that was so fun. <laughs> I mean, Tegan was basically jumping in her seat. Yeah. <laughs> which was really cute. Yeah. But we don't have to... No talk much more about spider-man it was just really it was it was good it's another like kind of culmination of a certain of that sony marvel collaboration with that spider-man character yeah. who's been showing up in, isn't it nice when people can just get along yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we got our first glimpse of you know some of the some of first glimpse some second glimpses of what's coming in in phase four and and beyond, mm-hmm. but the next few things that are being, I mean, She-Hulk comes out in August. Oh, and so exciting. Comic-Con just released a almost three minute trailer for that, which was our second or third look at, at She-Hulk. It looks funny. It does. It looks good. And they, I can't the wait new to, Black Panther trailer, un, unreal. Can't wait to get our print signed and framed. I mean, our signed print framed. <laughs> yes. That's also only been nine years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in case anybody can't tell, it's been nine years since we went to a con. <laughs> We've been busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Also uh, Sandman. Sandman's yeah, coming Sandman out. I, I, I love Comic-Con weekend just because of all the trailers news. and news uh, and yeah. announcements. It's just really fun. So we, sh- we should probably wrap up though. We've been going a while. We're going to the beach today. So <laughs> yep. <laughs> did you have anything in closing? <laughs> um, my buddy, Dr. Andrew Kunkka was nominated for an Eisner. He didn't get one. Very cool. But it was still really cool. It was cool that he was nominated, not that he didn't get one. Yeah. Um, it's just bad timing. But, I mean, 
that's really phenomenal. And I just like, he's like a big reason that we have comics in our lives the way that we do. So it was just like really cool that that's happened for him. And he's on some panels at Comic-Con. So I just wanted to. Yeah, I would have liked to see in the Batman and the Spirit um, panel that he did. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to say that that's so cool. And um, I just feel honored to like know such a cool guy. Um, I really do. Um, and I just, he, he probably doesn't listen to this podcast. Um, <laughs> he does definitely because nobody listens to this podcast. He definitely doesn't listen to this podcast. But, you know, I just wanted to say that I think that's awesome. We have his book. I started and, it and have not finished it yet. Yeah, we do have that book. So, so soon. Uh, Life finish. and Comics of Howard <laughs> Cruz. And I don't remember the rest of the title because mm-hmm. it's a long one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we'll wrap it up. Okay. And be back sometime in the near future. Right? Near-ish? Um, hopefully next week, right? <laughs> yeah, <we'll see. laughs> it was fun. It was smart. We liked it. <laughs>